Welcome to The Catalyst, where we explore creative ideas to spark innovation in an unhealthy healthcare system. I'm your host, Dr. Lara Salyer, a physician and mom of three who is reimagining the way I practice medicine after suffering and overcoming burnout. Join me as I teach you how to optimize flow and catalyze your own revolution in healing. Tune in for candid conversations with leading experts in conventional and holistic healthcare who dare to believe a better future is possible for all of us. Life is made of teeny catalytic moments of immense impact. When strung together, the transformation is magical. Join us and let's color outside the lines. So welcome for those people that are joining us. I am going to start going live on Facebook right now in our group. Just making sure we have Uli with us for an exciting hour. He is the mastermind behind our web integration of all things website and tech savviness. Great. We are going live. Excellent. So thank you, Uli, so much for joining me in my first little mini class for our creative medical professionals. How are you doing today? Good. Excellent. Uh, Super excited to be here with, with your tribe. I know there's a lot of people that we both know, and ultimately we have a very shared vision of what our ecosystem needs to help people not burn out, to leverage technology and just go a little bit smoother through this whole uh, business and the art of of science and, and medicine. Yeah. Agreed. It's like a renaissance of medicine. I think we're able to utilize the art and science of delivering healing in new ways. So before we launch into some of the great nuggets that you're going to share with us, and I know you've got a lot of great stuff that will inspire myself and a lot of others to take action. A little backstory of my journey. I think a lot of us as practitioners, no matter what level of medicine you're doing, whether it's nursing, whether it's physician, chiropractor, dentist, you know, we, we can't imagine any other way than what we're doing now. And I think that's unfortunately part of the narrative and the script that we're given. Um, And we can go into a lot of different ways, whether it's big pharma that fuels our medical schools or, you know, all these other ways that we're kind of indoctrinated in how we are we are raised and we get graduated and we kind of have some blinders on. And from a lot of people's experience, we are put out into the world as an employee. And um, sometimes that just does not fit what we want to do. So a lot of the conventionally trained physicians are left feeling burned out, but without any idea of how it could be done differently uh, because we aren't given those tools to run a business or to look at other ways of nurturing patients and delivering care like a chiropractor or a dentist, right? So I was in that position and I remember thinking, well, you know, it's either I leave medicine altogether and find different ways that I can use my skills, which you can if you're listening out there. Seek, S-E-A-K, has a great... uh, probably twice a year conference where they allow physicians to learn about ways to use your skills in other uh, arenas like depositions or medical journaling or writing. But for those of us that have that strong innate healing uh, wish, you know, I was at that juncture where I thought I didn't have any other options until I met providers in a functional practice. When I saw them running their own practice and seeing it was possible and I had dismantled a lot of my own biases, because our brain loves to have cognitive bias, right? It loves to have confirmation bias that, well, this won't work because of all these things. And as I started looking at practitioners saying, well, if they can run a, a practice on just that kind of shoestring budget and look at all the technology advances that have happened since I was in medical school, and it is possible to 
kind of go against the grain and be your own boss and, and, and just have the sandbox of this environment to be creative and curious and deliver medicine on your terms. So that's what had me meet you in the practice accelerator is that was my first stop at, okay, I need a crash course in a little bit of business, a little bit of marketing, a little bit of tech. I need some kind of bare bones structure to get this up and running. And for people that have followed my journey, I took some time off from work and I looked, I dove into that practice accelerator and just kind of put those nuts and bolts in place and met you. And you've really honed with such great specificity, the niche that is a holistic integrative medicine model on a website basis. So I've learned from you on how to be better on video, on how to create courses, on how to what to look for in a good website. And so even when practitioners are just in that information gathering phase of maybe what if, what could be what could be possible, you're a great resource because you have a lot of content out there that helps us kind of just kindle our own creativity and say, wow, I didn't know that that could be possible. So I just want to say thank you for my own journey and you've helped a lot of people. And I'm just going to let you take it away because I know you have a lot to share. Well, thank you for those uh, kinds of kind words in the introduction. And, you know, again, I feel there's very a kindred spirit here because just like all of you, whether you're still on the uh, maybe traditional medical side or in integrative and functional medicine, you have a framework, how you interact with patient that is very different that, you know, you realize that it's not just looking at one thing, but, you know, it's the holistic synergistic interplay of uh, multiple uh, organ systems to create optimal function. And I see the same with marketing functional medicine. So imagine I am now the physician and you're the patient and we're talking about your marketing approach. My goal is that I can take my knowledge of, you know, how do all these pieces fit together? In what order do I need to deploy these uh, pieces? And, you know, how can you start with a minimally effective uh, technology stack and get started for very little money? And then how do you build onto this um, to ultimately get to optimal health? And again, when you're first starting out, it's, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. So again, the important thing is like, please don't just look at what Lara has done. It's like, oh my God, I have to have all of this. This is the result of four or five years of just being consistent, implementing, experimenting. And I think that is really important. And so um, the way our team, you know, I run a, a consulting agency, um, Big Boost Marketing that helps practitioners with strategy, implementation and traffic. But the big picture is really that we are synergistic, holistic marketing professionals that look at what do you have? What makes sense? Where can we start? How can we leverage what you have better? You know, are you doing things the right way? Little tweaks that really swing big doors. And so that is really sort of the overarching framework. And this is why, again, I feel so connected to all of you because that's exactly what you're doing. And you and I realize this is the smartest way to go about it. You know, if you want to change things, um, you got to look at multiple things. You have to put different things together. Doing one thing is better than doing no thing, but ultimately it's about pairing different things all together for an even bigger impact. 
Oh my gosh. Boom. Right there. I think that is the hugest, uh, a lot of our jobs. I think you and I have similar life coaching jobs that we have to help our, our clients or people that we're mentoring kind of overcome our own thought errors and our cognitive biases that you have to have it all figured out. You have to have the, the beautiful website or everything, all the bells and whistles. And there are certain foundational key things that you really help your clients understand. And in addition to, to you know, just giving them a great product and a great experience, you're kind of helping them grow. I mean, you're helping them learn about their own presence online. What are their strengths uh, that they can learn new skills? And it is possible for old dogs to learn new tricks. And so it's so similar. And I'm really excited to learn more about that sit technique. Yeah. And and just to start out, I want to put one other thing out there. Just put yourself in the shoes of your patients, right? They sit across from you in that initial discovery call or their first visit, and they are so confused. You know, there's so much stuff going on there. They don't know what they don't know and what they know from Dr. Google and all these other people. You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. They are more confused than ever. So if you're feeling overwhelmed and, and confused, just realize Everyone feels that way. Your patients feel that way. And, you know, you know at the same time that from your vantage point as a clinician, to you, it makes all sense. Oh, you have this imbalance and this imbalance. We're going to do it in this order. And once we do it in this order, this will happen. Yes, we don't know exactly which supplement we're going to prescribe, but you're going to go walk out with one probiotic, one, one this. If this doesn't work, we're going to change it for another one, right? So there's a journey to it. Um, and you just know if you do the steps in the right order, then ultimately you will get to your destination. And the same is with your practice marking. To create a thriving practice, Lara had to, you know, try different things on. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, this worked, this worked, this didn't work, this worked in 2016, mm-hmm. doesn't work now. Mm-hmm. And you just have to be open to embracing this that you haven't figured everything out, but you are very resourceful and you can figure it out. And, and the key thing is really just like your patients need you to make sense of it. You know, they're not going to doctor Google themselves out of their Hashimoto's. You have to accept the same thing for, you know, marketing. Find a mentor like Lara or me, um, you know, for whatever it is, because we, for us, it makes total sense. And we can sort of educate here. Here's what you need to know. Here's how this works. And, you know, educate you on these things. And so just realize that just because you can't figure everything out on your own. Yes doesn't mean that you should, right? There's faster ways to success. When you partner with mentors, they say, nah, you don't need this. You don't need this. Don't worry about this. Just focus on these three things, you know, sleep more, eat this, don't eat that. And let's start there. And your blood sugar imbalances, you know, you know, resolve so much faster than you doing trial and error and saying, why is this not working? Right? So let's, choose the easy option. And, and the first thing I say here is like, find the right mentor and the right coaching, the right strategic support, because that's the fastest akin to a time machine. Oh my gosh, you couldn't have said that any better. I think those with the highest success are, they are, they dance very fluidly with uncertainty. Nothing is certain in this world. And as long as you embrace this creativeness that you're doing, you're embarking on something new, you aren't going to have it figured out all the way. But if you can do something tiny every day and just dance with this uncertainty and be gritty in that discomfort, it is going to be uncomfortable. Learning new things is uncomfortable, but you can make it fun. And your team really does a great job doing that. So I'd like to learn more. So, so let's, you know, 
Obviously, we're going to uh, talk today about ways to streamline the daily practice of medicine. And what I want to focus on is getting more discovery calls, because from a marketing perspective, for a lot of integrative and functional medicine practitioners, this is how you get uh, patients in the door. And I want to start out with a sort of like a strategic difference between conventional medical marketing. So if you're in dentistry, Botox, med spa, acupuncture, massage, as opposed to integrative and functional medicine. And a lot of you, they come across maybe from a conventional medical background, start an integrative functional medicine practice, you change your entire medical paradigm and you're super excited about it because you realize, wow, this is the future. This is so much better for chronic disease. But what kind of gets forgotten in this transition is you don't change your marketing approach. You use sort of yep. the old tools of old medical marketing yep. for functional exactly. medicine and you wonder why is this not working? and you're just using the wrong tool. So I wanna sort of just draw your attention to this so it's really clear what happens in this transition. So when you're in conventional medical marketing, um, let's say insurance-based, the insurance companies uh, spend so much money on you know this that people, patients go to insurance company director who is in network, people look at this, oh, internal doctor, I pick this one, and then they just call your office and make an appointment. So from the point of, I need a doctor to make an appointment is very straightforward. Go to insurance website, find a provider that you like, call the office, make an appointment, co-pay, that's it. So there's not much you need to be doing because the insurance company is doing your marketing job for you. Now, when you then come across and start your own practice and you don't take insurance, then you may be in the camp of being a dentist, you know, maybe a dermatologist, uh, Botox, med spa, acupuncturist, your audience knows what it is that you do. They know I put my back out, I have sciatica, I need to see a chiropractor. And they just go to a chiropractor's website, they see what's the price, okay, I do it, and then they make the appointment. Very straightforward. So as a dentist, as a chiropractor, as a massage therapist, you don't have to do a lot of educational marketing, you just have to do advertising. Get your offer out there, come into my practice for a discounted first appointment, assessment, and obviously, you know that, you know, they're then mm -hmm. walking out with a 10, 10 part package, but the, the, essentially the marketing is still very simple. Just advertise, put the fact out that you are there, that you have an offer and that's all you need. Now, yep. when we get to integrative and functional medicine, your audience by and large has no idea what you do, why it is better than maybe the conventional approach, why it's better than spending, you know, staying in the insurance-based system and they don't understand what you actually do, right? It's not that they're paying for a procedure. I go to a dentist, I get a root canal, I pay with my credit card. The money I paid for is for the root canal that I just received. It's nice and easy, very simple. When we're talking about functional medicine, the value that you deliver is your intellectual property, what's in your head. It's not the actual doing, the manipulation in your office. It's really, how do you you know, uh, get people to change their lifestyle? Mm -hmm. How do you get them to eat better, to do this, you know, to detox their home, to get rid of mold, you know? So it's really the knowledge in your head that they're paying for, not the procedure in the office. And for a lot of patients that come from the regular world, this is such a foreign concept. They don't get it. They're saying, why should I pay $500 for a visit where I just talk? To them, mm -hmm. it's like no testing, nothing, $500. What the heck, right? So you have to do educational marketing. You have to explain what it is that you do, why it's better than what they've been trying, mm -hmm. why you're the right person, 
And there's a lot more education that needs to happen. So it doesn't happen like person has sciatica, goes to the internet, finds a doctor, makes an appointment 15 minutes later, they're on your calendar. This is really measured in, in months oftentimes that people go through this process. And you probably know people wait way too long to seek your care, right? They're, they have Hashimoto's, they have three autoimmune diseases, and then they finally realize, okay, the traditional insurance system, the traditional medical system can help me. You're now my last resort after they burn through $20,000 and six doctors. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's not as easy as outcome either. Like a lot of other, like think of an orthodontist, they can just, they can guarantee here's what your teeth are going to look like. People aren't paying for each orthodontist appointment to put a bracket on. They're paying for the outcome of straight teeth. And that is so easy for a, for a patient to go. I want that right there. I want that but it's not translatable to an integrative or functional practice. You can't guarantee anything. You, It's very much a partnership. So it's very much, well, I can guarantee, I'll give you as much knowledge and help and support as I can, but this is not, nothing is guaranteed, but these are the other things that I want to make you aware of. Like you said, people don't know what they don't know. And so part of, I think the best advertising is education, is just telling people what you know. And it's pretty simple. Yeah, and And so- you know, I have immersed myself in this concept of uh, consumer psychology, behavioral psychology. Why do people decide to do what they decide? It's fascinating. Oh, and, you know, there's a science behind it. It's like, it's how you use words. Um, using the right words will make such a big difference how people feel about what you just said and what they're doing. But, you know, how do you get people to do anything? And again, we're talking here about using your influential powers ethically. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong to be as persuasive and influential as you can be about getting patients healthier. Mm -hmm. And so the first thing is really um, patients need to decide that they want to get healthy, right? If they don't decide they will get healthy, no amount of information will make a difference. They're not still not signing up for a discovery call. So I found that there's four buckets that you need to fill, whether that's on social media, on your website, in your email marketing, in your webinars, in your discovery calls. Those are the four buckets that need to be filled so that people actually decide to partner with you, aka get into a discovery call. And so I want to sort of untangle this a little bit, Perfect. give you some nuggets that you can apply bucket. in your social media. And um, maybe I can share here uh, a few slides. Yes, uh, go right to ahead. To walk uh, you through this framework. So, you know, the goal is to get people to take action. And that can happen one-on-one. -on -one. They're in your office or on your Zoom call, and you want them to take action on their uh, lifestyle changes, right? You want to be influential in that situation because if you're not influential, and your client is not doing what you tell them to do, the client will not get the outcome and they're not getting healthier, right? So it pays to be influential in the one-on-one -on -one situation. The same is true for your marketing, getting more people to take action, to sign up for a discovery call. And so there's two axes that you need to focus on. The first one here um, on the y-axis is education. People have to understand the difference between the conventional approach to chronic disease management and your approach, whether that's integrative, naturopathic, or functional medicine. Um, and so you wanna make sure that people move from the uh, bottom left quadrant up in the top right quadrant. Um, so what that means is, if I can move this forward, you wanna have informational content that gets people to see, wow, 
integrative functional medicine is so much better than what I've been trying. The reason why I've been stuck with my past five providers is because they didn't use the tools of integrative and functional medicine. But that's sort of where most practitioners are operating. The second part is you have to inspire people to take action, right? If they have all the knowledge, but they're not making a discovery call, you're still at square zero, you know, mm. at square zero. It's like nothing will happen. So you also have to motivate them at a very personal level. How do I get people from being chronically sick to, you know, having a very reactive view of healthcare, you know, sick care, only think of a doctor when you're actually sick to preventative, you know, participatory medicine where they realize, oh, it's not about the absence of disease. It's about the presence of health and vitality. How do I move people there, right? How do you motivate people to reach for the smoothie and not the ice cream? Yeah. And so that's a very personal decision that has nothing necessarily with to do with medicine, but just an innate decision. I want to get healthier. I want to have vibrant health. Um, and I'm sick and tired of where I'm at right now. Now, um, you want to, you know, when you put the two together, this is when you have true influence. People are empowered to make better decisions. They understand the why they want to use lifestyle medicine. They understand why preventative medicine and proactive wellness is so important, right? And this is where we want to get people to, get people educated on the vehicle of functional medicine and get people educated on, I want to, I deserve better. I, I want better. And I want to go there. Can I pause real quick? What's yeah. ideal there that you said is the influence of the combination. A lot of providers and practitioners are scared of giving away too much. And I think that's the fear that they don't realize that you can't possibly give away too much because people aren't paying for your content. They're paying for you. So you could give away the roadmap, but they still need you to help them go through it. So I think that's brilliant. Yeah, and as we get into the four buckets that you use for social media, for your email and your website, you will actually realize that it's designed that you give nothing away of your intellectual property, mm -hmm. the, the protocols, the how, the actual implementation. And yet when you go through the question that, that I show you that you should answer in your videos, you'll realize, oh yeah, this is perfectly fine. This is really the foundation for people to make new decisions with new information. And so the, the idea here is revitalizing people's mind. On the education angle, we want to move people from conventional to functional medicine. And we want to move people from a reactive sick care mindset towards a proactive prevention mindset. And obviously what writes with that is you got to pay for this. This is not paid by insurance. And that's why I'm charging you money. So if you do agree that you want proactive preventative medicine, you got to pay out of pocket. And then on the motivation angle, we want to move people from chronically sick to healthy and resilient. We want to get people from just doing things because they want to be compliant, right? Take this pill three times a day, come back in three weeks if you're not feeling better. That's compliance. You're forcing people through your authority to do something and they don't even understand why. They're just following directions. And we want to move people to a sense of empowerment. People understand why they want to do it, why they want to reach for the smoothie and not the ice cream. And they, they make the right decision, day or night, whether you're there as a doctor or not. Remember, it's the patient that's the doctor of the future. They have to understand why they want to decide one way versus another. It's not compliance. Compliance will not work with lifestyle changes. And so the last thing here is move people from an attitude of procrastination. I get to it later, um, you know, you know, 
I, I will get to it when I have time, when I have money, to actually taking action. It's like, if you really want to get healthier and you, you deep down know in two years or so I will take action, why not take action today? Why waste two years and get even sicker? Bingo. So, so now if we're going towards the bucket, these are you know niche-specific topics that anchor in your clinical expertise. So if you're in hormones, you may want to do videos like this. If you are in gut health, you may have gut-centric topics. And I, you know, think about it as a patient has a symptom and that's what they know. So start the video with, uh, you know, the symptom things, you know, three questions to ask before going on thyroid meds. This is for, you know, a perimenopausal woman that is about you know, to have Hashimoto's. She needs to go on hormone replacement therapy. And now, now what? That's a video that anchors in your hormone exper expertise. And that's one you want to do. Maybe something about four little known facts about peri and menopause or the number one strategy to resolve hormonal imbalances. What you're sharing here is not your protocol or your exactly step one, two, three, four, five. You're just giving away the framework that says, if you don't fix the gut health, your hormones will never get balanced. If you're not considering this, that will not happen. It's more com compare and contrast. Here's what you've been trying for the last three years with your doctor and it hasn't worked. Am I right? Here's what you need to know that could be a total game changer. You know, again, with weight loss thinking, if they're thinking, Doing more exercise and eating less is the secret to weight loss. You would say, nah, this is not right. This will not work. You're not going to outsmart your metabolism. What you need to know is that you have to restore metabolic balance. You have to restore your gut health. You have to go about this, take the foot off the brake pedal that the body is actually releasing the weight. And so this is the foundational information that you have to tra transmit in your social media that people understand, ah, that's why I can't lose the weight. And then they're thinking, well, my doctor doesn't know about anything about this new way of losing weight. Hence, I should be switching doctors or add this other doctor on top. Does this make sense? Yeah, this is amazing. I just want to check in to make sure everybody can see the slides. We had one person say they couldn't, but I can certainly see them. So let me know if you can't. Right. And, and we can put the slides in uh, in the Facebook group or wherever it's problem. needed if you need it later. Yep. So let's move into the second bucket. We're still on the educational y-axis. The second set of topics is really functional medicine specific topics. So has nothing to do with your specialty, whether you're in hormone, gut, cognition, um, whatever it is. Um, this is more just conventional medicine versus functional medicine. You know, explain to people why is functional medicine better for chronic conditions? You know, why is this a totally different tool set that a regular doctor has available? How is it that regular doctors don't get educated in functional medicine? And what did you do in your training to help people with, you know, all these chronic issues? Um, another common thing is you're fine. Your labs came back normal. Maybe you should be talking about the difference between normal lab values being compared to 90% of the sickest Americans versus optimal lab values. And that the current testing you know, if you're looking at Hashimoto's, they're just looking at two markers and you need more markers than that, right? Another difference, how you're different from conventional doctors and, you know, what how you're doing as a uh, functional medicine doctor or talk about functional lab tests versus conventional lab tests. You know, just testing one marker is not really enough to come up with a strategy, especially with hormones. You know, you may say you need a Dutch test or, you know, an autoimmune, you need a Cyrex test that gives you so much more information than what a standard lab test would give you. And newsflash, 
those are not covered by insurance. So this is why it's out of pocket, right? So patients understand, you know, if they just see, oh, this is out of pocket, they say no. But if they understand, well, we can't actually tell your gut issues apart if we don't have this test result, what do you want to do? It's actually smart money to get the right information so you can make better decisions, right? Mm -hmm. um, symptoms uh, or root cause versus symptom management. Again, a huge difference. So all these topics are topics that really distinguish you as an integrative naturopathic or functional medicine provider from a conventional provider. It's, you know, and I'm not saying that the conventional providers, they just know what they know, right? They don't mm -hmm. know functional medicine, so they can't leverage those tools. So this right. is the second bucket that you want to put out there so that audiences understand, oh yes, I want integrated functional medicine. I want to finally get to the root of my issues. I don't want to just turn off the check engine light and keep running my car as if the engine light was never on. I want to pay attention to my symptoms. Your body is trying to tell you something. Please don't ignore your body. Right. Perfect. So now that we have covered sort of the educational part, you can see none of this is really giving away your intellectual property. You know, this is something that all, um, you know, lifestyle medicine practitioners should really put out there so that audiences that, you know, consumers in America around the world understand why this may be a better way to go about your health. Now let's yeah, switch okay. to um, the motivational side. And the first part is overcoming objections. You know, the reason why people don't get on a discovery call is because they don't understand what a discovery call is. You know, it's like no regular doctor, dentist, you know, chiropractor, acupuncturist has a discovery call. It's like, so you, your, your clients are wondering, what the heck is this? Why is it free? You know, why don't I just pay and get into a paid appointment, right? Well, if it's free, you're going to try to sell me on something. Well, I don't want to be sold on it. So ergo, let me not get on a discovery call. So unless you really overcome the objections towards a discovery call, it is really hard to get people on a discovery call, even though it's free. It's like people say, well, if it's free, there must be a catch. What's the catch, right? So you got to address the catch and explain this. Uh, you may also have objections like functional medicine is in incredibly expensive, or I'm not sick enough to warrant functional medicine. Let me try another two years of conventional medicine. Um, and then they get towards injection biologic. It's like, okay, now it gets expensive. Mm -hmm. Now what? Now let's maybe try this other thing. And again, you know the inevitable journey that your clients go through. So why not save them two years by educating them on this and get more people to seek your help sooner than later? And, yeah. you know, big part is it's just a conversation. Just get more information so you can make a decision. I'm not forcing you to make any yep. decision at the end of a discovery call. If you feel this is not the right time, you don't have the money, this is not for you, no problem. Yeah. Well, but, and you like know, you, you mentioned, the, the consumer psychology behind it is so crucial at this point, especially bucket number three, because you can attack the whole free discovery call in many ways. You could make it not free. That's what I did. I made it $5, but I have it as a donation to my community charities. And suddenly that just switched in my community's brains. And now I have a lot of discovery calls because I think people want to have some kind of like suspicion around why is it free, you know? And so the minute you attach a $5 fee to it, it suddenly worked. Or you can set expectations correctly, like you just said, like tell them this is not, you know, I'm not selling you other than selling you on yourself. And, and this is more informational. And some people term it a strategy session. I'm helping you build a strategy, you know? And, and as you work in your community, you see what words stick and it really can heighten that amount of discovery calls that you get. 
yeah, maybe the best way to overcome objection is not calling it a discovery call. Mm -hmm. Call it something that they understand. You know, some people call it a strat clarity call. Mm -hmm. You know, I try to say, hey, we just have an informal chat. I'm like, you know, just make it easier to make it not this artificial thing. You know, then mm -hmm. other things is, will this work for me? They're skeptical that, you know, they've tried. Again, if you've ever gone on a diet, you've tried 15 diets. The 16 diets come along, you're skeptical. Will this work? I've tried so many. This is probably not going to work either, right? So you have to explain why this is very different from what they have tried. And again, you know your patient so well. If I say you have a perimenopausal 46-year-old woman with signs of Hashimoto's, you know exactly what she has gone through up till this point with your provider, and you can paint a picture. You can mirror this back, and the woman will go, yep, that's exactly it. And now you're wondering if this, you know, and you maybe tried this. And so again, they see, oh, this doctor finally gets me. And, you know, let me hear what he has or she has to say. Another objection is I can DIY my health. People say, well, you know what? I want to try this on my own. I want to sort of make some lifestyle changes. And, you know, if that doesn't work, then I will come back to you. And again, you could point out to, hey, you've been trying this for three years. And where has that gotten you? Do you want to waste another three years until you finally come to your senses that maybe you should partner with somebody that knows, you know, what, what they're doing? And again, I go back to what I said at the very beginning. You can't DIY your way out of, uh, chronic disease. You know, it's okay to DIY your health if you're healthy and you mm -hmm. want to just optimize um, health. But if you have three, four, five chronic conditions, you're not going to figure this out on your else. You really need a, a, yeah. a provider that knows how to put the pieces of the puzzle together that can read be between the lines and they can say, you know, this is what we need to fix first. You know, let's stop. Let's forget about your insulin. Let's start with your gut. Or let's yeah. forget about your thyroid. Let's focus on your insulin and your cortisol first, right? Well, and so it's sort of like re remodeling your home. You know, some of us, you know, would I, I will hire somebody that knows how to do construction in a, a more efficient way. Although if you're my father, you put orange foam everywhere. He thought he could fix anything. But this is the same analogy. You would want to hire an expert, you know? Right. And again, patients, they're cognitively so overloaded, they're not even thinking about these things until you actually point it out in a video. And again, we're talking about using these in, in video format. You can write it as a post, you can do it as a video and then transcribe it. But you know, patients need to be exposed to these four buckets over and over again to get them up to speed why they need to take action. And again, I just point out, you're not giving away any intellectual property. You know, how you do it, that's only revealed when they give you the money when they, they partner with you, right? But they will never get to the point of partnering with you unless you have overcome these things subconsciously behind the sur under the surface um, that stop them from moving forward. And then the last bucket is celebrating wins. You know, people are skeptical. They have been promised outcomes, mm -hmm. you know, again and again by conventional medicine providers. And they're like, okay, this is like this 16th diet tell me this works for people just like me. So you have to put social proof out there that says, here was, you know, Miranda that did this, you know, she was 50 pounds overweight and et cetera, et cetera. And she got better in three months, you know, and, and have these positive case studies out there that people see, wow, this provider again and again and again um, gets results. And as Laura said, it's easy when you're in, let's say, orthodontics, like, okay, before teeth, and after teeth, right? Very simple. It's very easy with weight loss, before picture and after picture. You know, that's very easy to prove. It's very hard to prove when somebody has Crohn's and you help them, 
you know, mitigate this. It's like person still looks the same, right? And it's like, and yet they may feel so much different. So this is why it's so hard as integrative and functional medicine provider to really show progression, you know, yeah. um, that you've improved it. You know, the living matrix is a great tool to have a numerical score to show you your exposure and can say, hey, your exposure got smaller. You know, I know, Lara, you're doing the MSQ uh, score. Mm -hmm. So again, there's a numerical score that tells people, okay, you're getting better. You know, you should yeah. actually... Um, feel better, but, you know, just on a numeric number, you actually do feel better. And then obviously you can use lab tests. Like let's say you do thyroid lab tests before and after and say, Hey, you know, before, you know, your T3 was here, now it's there, now it's optimal, etc. Or there's different market. I mean, cholesterol, again, is very easy. You know, everyone knows the cholesterol numbers and you can show them, hey, your lipids all went in the right range. You know, you can look at maybe IgA and saying, hey, before you had gluten and now this number is a lot down. So there's markers there. They're maybe not as common for people like cholesterol numbers or weight loss numbers or orthodontic before and after pictures. But think about how you can show in your social media that your patients are winning. Yeah. Well, and another thing I found even better than all of these, I started shifting what I do with each patient at the very beginning and the very end. In the very beginning, I have them set goals. And then I ask them, how would I know? It's the miracle question. How would you know that those goals were met? Because people have a different marker system. They don't care if their A1C is a 10th better. They don't really care if their you know, organic acid test improved. I mean, that does not compute. The, the language is not what they speak. So asking it to frame it in their mind, how would you know? And one patient said, well, I'd wake up and I put my feet on the ground and, and my feet wouldn't hurt and my body wouldn't hurt. So I try to mirror that in their language. And then you can use that in your advertising and social proof. Like this patient has Crohn's and has not needed to count how many toilets are in the mall that they're going to go and where the bathrooms are. I mean, all these are very visual and tangible. And I think that speaks a lot for any of these markers that we may want to use. If you want to write this down, this is a write downer. It's like, just ask the patient, yeah. you know, how would how I would know, know that we're successful? Because what they mirror back to you, that is... Mm -hmm. Advertising copy for yeah. your Facebook post is That's like ingenious for your webinars. Mm -hmm. I mean, people will realize when they see your webinars, like, oh my God, this is so me. And they realize this is so different what every other person puts out there because everyone else is just looking at what other doctors are doing. If you can actually get it out of your patient's head onto mm -hmm. a piece of paper, ingenious move. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to use, yeah. use this for all in tech too. Now, the other things you can do, testimonial videos. So you can see here a video in the bottom left. You can do a Zoom call with the patient um, and, and just ask them about their journey, right? The before and then, you know, their skepticism and then how they got the first win with you and then where they are now that they finally get the, put the feet on the ground and they don't have pain anymore and that they don't have to count mm -hmm. um, toilets in the mall anymore, right? So have this in a video, you can then um, uh, spruce it up, but that should be in bucket number four as well. You know, you could be social proof that patients have told you something or you can share something, you know, screenshots with their name blurred out. You have actual testimonial videos and then, Big part is also walk the talk, personal wins, right? You know, it's very hard to get a patient to have like, get to the end of their journey, right? Oh my God, um, you know, I feel so much better. It's like a very subjective journey. So they may never really get to the point where they feel to give you an amazing testimonial. So you mm -hmm. got to celebrate the small wins in between. And part of like what people really want is the lifestyle, you know, vibrant energy, you know, having fun with the family, have time, not be stressed, be out in nature, be physically active. So the best way, if you don't have patients saying this, 
you be the testimony and you are out there saying, hey, I'm on my bicycle. You know, I'm in the gym, you know, lifting weights or I'm taking walks. You know, I, I do forest bathing. Whatever you want people to do that they yearn to do, why don't you be the sort of like testimonial and show people this is what I do. This is how I roll. I mean, people want a doctor that actually does, that takes their own medicine, right? This is like, you know, having a doctor that eats McDonald's. I mean, what kind of role model is that? I don't want this. So you got to look the part and you got to just do what, you know, you expect your people to do. So again, the best way is you're being out in nature and then shooting a little video and just demonstrating that you're doing it and doing a little teaching moment. So I'll give you the post for Brad Dyer. He's in the garage with his two boys working out and he talks about diabetes and A1C. And, you know, the tale of two people, one went on metformin, the other one did lifestyle changes. Six months later, look at where they're at. And, you know, again, he related that story in the garage. So people watch the videos like, wow, he's not only working out and living the life and, you know, walking the talk, but he's now also educating there. Yes. It's work-life integration. I try to, I hate that term. I was just talking about it with uh, another mentee. We, I don't like work-life balance. There's no such thing. That's a myth, but work-life integration is the goal is, is you need to bring part of your life into your work. That's the mission. And then you need to bring part of your work into your life because then that's how people see that this is achievable. I think that's, that's what a whole, you know, that's why the online presence of who you are is so important. And, you know, again, ultimately it's not so much about talking about the vehicle, yes, we talked in bucket one and two that you want to talk about how functional and integrative medicine is different. But ultimately, when it comes to what patients really want, it's the destination, right? They talk about Tahiti, not about mm -hmm. the plane ride to get to Tahiti. And so this is why in your marketing, it's actually not that important that you explain how they get from wherever they are to Tahiti. You just have mm -hmm. to talk about Tahiti and tell them, I got you covered. I know exactly how to get to you, Tahiti. And so yeah. they don't want to know about the plane, the food on the plane. They just want to hear about Tahiti and have excitement about Tahiti. And so what you have to do in your marketing about your programs is really create excitement for what your solution offers. You know, what is the life that they get as a result and display this. And again, I'm, I'm immersing myself in, in um, you know, NLP. And, you know, again, there's a quote mm -hmm. from uh, um, Mother Teresa that says, you will never find me at an anti-war rally but you will find me at a pro-peace rally. And so the yep. power of words, don't say the negative and dwell on the symptoms yeah. and the disease. Just flood the internet and your social media with the positive, the destination. People will connect the dots and they will be much more motivated to move towards the desired destination than really saying, oh, this doctor can help me with the A1C. As you said, A1C lowering is probably not really that meaningful mm -hmm. to them versus being able to play with the grandkids, being able to pick them up, that's more meaningful. So why yeah. don't you just focus on that? The more you can put that into your social media, the easier it is people saying, ooh, I want this. Again, yes. if you think about Apple advertising, people have no problem shelling out $1,200 for a new iPhone. Yes, It's like, right. because yeah. Apple made it so sexy, Apple floods the bucket for. The, the mm -hmm. celebrating wins, the desire thing, mm -hmm. the Tahiti destination. That's all Apple is doing. And then, yes, there's a bunch of features, how Apple is different from Android. That would be maybe bucket one and two. But ultimately, Apple is all about, you know, bucket four. Yes. And Apple doesn't actually have to, because it's a, it's a commodity, Apple doesn't actually have to go into bucket three, the objection busting, because people understand it's a phone 
It's an Apple product. It works great. There's really no objection that they need to overcome because it's a commodity, just like right. you know, chiropractic, acupuncture, and dentistry. It's like people know what they want to buy, so you don't have to educate them why they want to buy that vehicle. But yes, okay. So I have some questions for you that have been submitted ahead of time. Is this yeah, a good time to ask? Yeah. Okay. So what about, what would you say? And I know what I would say to somebody, what would you say to somebody who is brand new, who is thinking, well, do I really need to be on social media? Can't I just have a website? Yeah. I think ultimately you have to get your message out. And I would say a website is important because in today's world, people still equate um, whether you're legit or not by you having a website. Doesn't mean it has to be a huge website, but I think you do have to have some web presence that puts you on the map and that looks like it doesn't, it wasn't built in 2004. Again, if, if your website looks like it was built in 2004, your audience will think, wow, this is a really antiquated website. If this doctor doesn't have the money to update the website, they must not be a good doctor. And so then your bad website is actually costing you thousands of dollars in missed uh, clients each month. And so I would say, invest the money in yes. you know, a website. Very now, true. There is this concept of social selling too, that you don't need a website. You just need to be out on social media. You need to create desire. Mm -hmm. And then people will, through Facebook Messenger, wire you the money. I would say that's true for commodities, you know, for, for other things but maybe not for health. You know, health is a yeah. higher standard. And so I think ultimately, if you're starting out, create a basic web. Well, the first thing is make sure you have your unique expert positioning dialed in. It's like, who am I talking to? What's the problem that I help them solve? Because if you have that clear, then you can actually know what you need to say in those four buckets, right? If you do everything, then you can't make it specific in those mm -hmm. buckets. Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. And that's one of the few things that, you know, in anyone's beginning journey, you know, we all come to the table with different things. Some people already have a website. Some people might already have a, a functioning practice and they want to have things downsized or retooled. But nonetheless, if you were a newbie like me five years ago, and I looked at what are the bare minimum things I need to have done, it was a website, uh, malpractice insurance, an attorney, uh, you know, and corporation papers. Like I just had the bare basics. And once I started working further and further, I realized how huge of the foundation a website became because it not only is your business card because nobody has business cards now. And if they do, you should put a QR code on there just so it scans right to your website, you know? But business cards really are passe. Flyers, maybe if you have a, an actual brick and mortar practice that you wanna hand that out. But honestly, it's the website became huge as I started thinking, wait, that is where all my social proof is gonna go because I'll add testimonials as they come in. That is where all my classes can live. That is where like people just start to like look, you can put your social media automatically on there as, as so it becomes your house. And, yeah. and you don't have to have the mansion right now. You can start with a starter home and you can add on just like a house. So that's the thing that inspires me to always look at my website. I do it every six months. I'm combing through, finding things that are outdated and everybody should be doing that no matter what you have yeah. on there. You know, and, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, again, I started web design in 1998. So I did websites for everyone under the sun. I was not niched down. It was a nightmare. I did websites for banks, for insurance companies, for jewelry retailers, and every project was brand new. But what I've learned really is that if you design a website, you know, in conventional medicine, all you have to use it as a business card. Mm -hmm. It's like, here, here's, you know, homepage, here's our services, here's our pricing, contact, that's it. 
Mm-hmm. Now, what I would like you to do as an integrative and functional medicine provider is really um, people don't understand the services that you do. PRP therapy, they have no idea what it is. So it's gobbledygook. So it might not even be there, right? What's really more important is that you think about the four buckets and saying, okay, what can I put out in terms of um, the clinical niche specific bucket? You know, what do I put there? Which blog post? Then what do I do in the in, uh, in the so functional medicine bucket? How do I explain this? That this could be on the service page, on the about page. Do this. You know, where's my you know bucket three? Overcoming objection. That's probably on the FAQ page, but it's also yes. sprinkled everywhere else. And then the success bucket again, testimonials. It's spliced throughout the yes. website. You know, here's the destination. Patients love us, right? And so that's really the content that should be on the website, as opposed to you looking at your peers saying, oh. They just have a homepage, an about page, service page, contact page. Let me do this. I said, I challenge you. No, no, no. Think about it in terms of the four buckets and Mm -hmm. that will be so much more persuasive. And the goal is not really to, you know, your protocol is, is, is customized for every patient. So how can you say PRP therapy is this much? And then no, I want this. You're not selling a commodity. You're selling a solution that's integrated, right? So this is why it's, I think, counterproductive to list out services. The focus should be, we, there's so much we can do. The only way we're going to find out if we get on a discovery call. So do yourself a favor, get on a discovery call. We can talk about what's going on. We can customize what we can do. And then... I can give you a price tag of yes. what this is going to look like, right? Yes. And so that's the the website's goal is for me not for people scheduling paid appointments, it's for people to actually get on your email list and get in a discovery call. If I can yeah. have a discovery call, I take this um, any day, any night versus, you know, somebody says, I want to schedule a paid appointment. Because- Absolutely. And and the NLP connection was was very much a favorite of our people watching. They love the NLP connection. And oh, it's yeah, true. Absolutely. Like all the words you use. And that's why your website is dynamic. You're going to want to update it. You're going to want to change it. You're going to see what your community responds to. And I view my website or what I like is like, I want it to work for me when I'm not there. I mean, that's what I want it to do. It's like a, it's like a, you know, I'm of the just browsing generation where I don't want help. I want to look at it myself. So I want to go into this place and explore. And I want my website to reflect that, that you can look through all sorts of different rooms and learn and learn about what functional medicine is, learn about, you know, what other services I have and make your own decision, but also always be targeted towards meeting me and learning and partnering and taking action. And and instead of just a flat landing page. I mean, I think ultimately the shorthand is it, 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 if you could have one thing, it's like, okay, people understanding what this vehicle of functional medicine can do for them. And number two, be motivated to take action with you. Those are the two things, you know, educate angle, you know, motivate. It's like, that's what the web should sort of establish that they walk away from a feeling, wow, I really, really like this doctor. I like her face. I like how she speaks. I liked her videos. I liked how she introduces this concept. It makes so much more sense. And it can be very simple. You know, for instance, mm-hmm. um, one of our clients, she's in the UK in, in integrative psychiatry. She has a three minute video where she goes through all the four buckets and it's beautifully scripted. And you come away from that four minute video. I'm like, wow, I want to work with her. She's the answer to all my uh, problems. I want her. That's it. And it's like a yeah. four minute video when constructed right can mm-hmm. do amazing things because you touch on the four buckets and you create that desire. It's like, wow, I'm so sick and tired of taking Paxil and all these antidepressants and having the weight gain. I want this. 
and yes. they've never heard it before. And again, you may be thinking, well, I'm coming to this maybe late to the game, you know, the game is over. But if you look at the top 50 functional medicine provider by sort of name, and you look at the website, terrible. I'm like, they only make business work because they're amazing doctors and known as amazing doctors. Right. It doesn't mean that if you're just starting to work in this arena that you can't um, outperform them. You know, patients probably don't even know who Jeff uh, Jeffrey Bland is or Mark Hyman or, right. you know, it's an Carrie unfair Jones. advantage. It's like an unfair advantage to have a really good website because honestly, it sounds almost like magic, but it really is. If you have the right scripting and if you have it, this is the thing that pr practitioners have is that perfectionistic, oh, I have to have it all figured out. I don't know what to say. And they get this like the stage fright. And that's the nice thing about working with any mentor, whether it's you or me or anybody is they, they coax that out of you and they give that framework to you because it's kind of a similar, just like functional medicine. There's some foundational elements that are very similar. And when you have the right foundation and then you tweak it, so it sounds like you, it's beautiful and it's done, you know? Um, so it's just a little bit grease in the right wheel can make a huge difference. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, maybe, you know, we're sort of, you know, uh, moving through here, it's maybe good to share, you know, how we work at Big Boost because mm -hmm. a lot of people say there's so much stuff that we do. And I'm promising you, I'm not going into detail, but what I want to show you how what we do is very similar to what you do as an integrated functional medicine provider. You know, you take people through a planning phase where you look the initial consultation, lab test, maybe the initial consult. Then you move people into the care delivery phase where the heavy duty work happens, right? review lab tests, clinical follow-ups, lifestyle changes, and then you move people into ongoing support where they're finally gotten rid of their major symptoms that have really bothered them. And now we'll look at health optimization. And so we do exactly the same thing. You know, I call it functional medicine marketing. We have a strategy phase where we're understanding, okay, what is your unique expert positioning? Who are you? Who are your ideal clients? You know, what is your methodology? How can we describe what you deliver in a very irresistible way? What are the keywords that people are already searching? And that is our part of the planning phase, right? Onboarding. And then we go into the implementation phase. This is where the heavy duty work gets done. Maybe it's deliver delivering a website. Maybe it's an opt-in funnel, whether it's an ebook funnel or webinar or a five-day challenge, or maybe an assessment funnel, or maybe it's an online course that you want to launch. But this is where we support practitioners really with pre-made templates that you can customize so that 85% of the work is already done and you just go in and tweak templates and words you know, cut things out, add things in, but you're almost there where you need to be. And then we move into the final phase, which is traffic that, you know, you can't just have a website and expect to get dozens and dozens of discovery calls. You know, if nobody sees your website, nothing will happen, you know, even though it's there. And so you have to drive traffic to your website. You can start out with social media and free. Maybe a Facebook group is part of that mix. You can start with paid ads, whether that's on Google or Facebook or Instagram to get more exposure for your content. And then obviously we also handle search engine optimization. The people that are on Google and they're looking for a functional medicine provider near me. You want to come up for that search so that person, that they're functional medicine ready. So why not capture them from Google and move them to your website? And so that's what we do at Big Boost to, to really provide a very holistic approach to your marketing saying, okay, what do you have in place? Oh, you have a website? Okay, website is pretty good. Maybe we just change a couple of images and change a couple of words, but no need to completely redo it. You know, what's the biggest problem that we need to solve first? that will have the biggest impact on your discovery calls. And so we'll look at every client um, in a unique way. 
But just like you in functional medicine, we're not completely reinventing our protocol each and every time. We look at, do right. we need this supplement or that supplement? You know, Do we need to have this lifestyle intervention or that one? But the process is always the same for every client that we have. And ultimately, we're here to partner with you to be on this journey with you to get you the results that you want. And yeah, just like no. in functional medicine, you, you never know how long this will take. I can say maybe six months, maybe nine months. And we have to adjust along the way. You know, all I know is if we follow the protocol, we will get there. Yes. No, this is beautiful. And it is very similar to what I like to tell people. I'm like the Bob Ross for you. I mean, like paint happy little trees. I'm going to give you the paintbrushes. I'm going to teach you. I'm going to help guide you. And that's kind of what you're doing is you're helping them paint their ideal, you know, landscape, their masterpiece for whatever online presence they need from, from help with or guidance or SEO or website. But it's not like you're saying it has to be one way. It's, it's let me help you with what tools you have and I'll, I'll guide you to that. And that is so helpful. And again, any takeaway from this, from anybody watching that's never met you before is you can learn so much just from watching you on YouTube, on your social media channels, you really over deliver all the time. I mean, your posts are just really filled with a lot of good actionable things that can instantly change how you present yourself in the online sphere. So thank you for all the education you've given us providers. I know I speak for many that you really overserve when it comes to that and it helps us all level up the game. Yeah, no, my pleasure. Again, this is where my heart is. Um, you know, I started out in in big pharma. I worked for 10 years in Alzheimer's research. You know, I'm a pharmacologist, kind of. That, that's why I know what you do and the difference between, you know, conventional medicine, allopathic medicine, and functional medicine. And um, I really believe in this mission that more people need to discover you. You shouldn't be the best kept secret in town or in your state. You want more people to understand who you are, what you do. And that's ultimately about being a clinician, right? The Latin root of the word doctor is to teach. Mm -hmm. So yes, you deliver medicine, but you also educate about medicine and what people can do on their own to improve their health. And I think um, too many clinicians, um, when they come out of the traditional system, forget that they have to educate. You can't just be seeing patients all day long for seven minute visits. You really have to be out there. And, you know, there's so much lifestyle medicine can do that. You know, 80% of the people probably don't even know you if they implemented what you were teaching them through an online course. So this is why working with Laura on your online course and put this stuff out there, you help so many people not to even need you and you can impact your community so much. Yeah, uh, absolutely. More. That's the, that's the fun part about being in Renaissance medicine of art and science. Like if you're a conventional person and you're thinking, I don't even know if I, I want to leave my job. Maybe I just want to dabble in some kind of side hustle or skill or courses or education. I want to provide something else. You can do that. You know, this is the thing you don't have. It's, it's, and it's not either or. And so that is the, the wonderful part about technology and being in a medical career now, there now more than ever, we have such a way, a variety of ways we can help uh, kind of increase our creativity and make life fun again, and also educate and help patients along the way. So um, speaking of, I have two lightning round questions that I wanna ask. What is your favorite way to be creative? Well, you know, this is where sort of business and pleasure mix, but for me, it's really, um, you know, um, thinking about, you know, reading about, you know, consumer psychology, you know, being in this different mm -hmm. field, uh, maybe I'm too cerebral. Um, and then the other thing is, you know, if you're following me on social media, you know, I have two French bulldogs. So, um, you know, being out with the bulldogs, um, 
you know, that that's the other part of, of being active with them. That's awesome. Okay. And then second one, I'm dying to know what is your favorite social media app in the last five years? And what is your least favorite social media app? Um, I would say hands down fan page robot, which is a scheduling tool similar to uh, so many others like Hootsuite, Meet Edgar. What I like about fan page robot is that it, you can put a keyword in there and it will show you the best performing post on that topic. So if you put in leaky gut, you'll see the infographic that gets shared most often. And that, you know, you can take those and then actually share them in your feed. So I like fan page robot for that. Um, to create better social media content. Also, it's very easy to repost things that within you know five minutes, I can reschedule 20, 30, 40 posts uh, very easily. So that's that's my favorite tool. And my least favorite tool, um, th that's a tough one. You know, I'm obviously in, in so many different tools, um, but you know, it's yeah. like something that's not user-friendly. So again, for you, it may be your EMR. For me, it's a lot of Google products where it's like made yeah. by engineers for engineers. And people think, you know, I'm a tech wizard. It's like, if you ask my wife, I don't know how to operate my iPhone. You know, true story. I had no idea that FaceTime is actually not an app owned by Facebook. You know, 11 years later, I said, what's FaceTime? And everybody looks at me, it's like, what are you talking about? And like, and, you know, ah, people funny. just like facepalm. It's like, I can't believe Uli doesn't know what FaceTime is. So, you know, again, maybe I'm like a consumer electronics um, Luddite, but um, I think, you know, things have to make sense and be easy. And if Absolutely. it is not, then I hate it. Absolutely. Oh, th thank you so much for sharing all of your thoughts and expertise and tell us where people can find you if they want to consume some of your free downloadables, some of your little DIY courses, and even a discovery call. Yeah, I think the best starting point is go to our website. Uh, that's bigboost.marketing. There's no.com. So bigboost.marketing. Um, follow me on social media, whether that's Facebook, Instagram. I think the, the biggest place where I share my content is in our private Facebook group, Digital Marketing for Health Professionals. So if you go to Facebook and just search that, um, that's where all our premium content is. And um, that's the mothership. So um, for me, Facebook group is really where I do most stuff. That's where we offer free discovery calls, you know, free strategy sessions. If you want a review of your website or your social media strategy, that's a free review from our end. So just go to that Facebook group um, and uh, join thousands of other health practitioners just like you in force of uh, information about marketing, about sales psychology, about new technologies and um, you know, if you're just in the group, you'll learn by osmosis, even if you consciously yes. don't consume every video or every content, yes. but you see all the, these nuggets, all the conversations, there's people asking questions that it's like, oh my God, I had exactly the same question. I just didn't know I had the question. So just being in the group, just like being in the creative yeah. medical professionals group is just a smart investment. And uh, I would love to welcome you there. Yes, definitely join the group. I'm part of it. And there's, there's some great content in there and some lots, lots of great discussions and interesting ideas and topics. So it gets your creative brain going. And so thank you for everybody joining us. This was the best kickoff to my little mini class sessions for this summer. Coming up, we've got the best tips for public speaking and things that physicians do as a mistake. So you'll hear from my own personal mentor, Jason Tiedek from Rule the Room. And he's got Paul, Dr. Paul, who coaches physicians on leveling up their public speaking game. Uh, we will also hear from Steve at Audiobooks, who will help you with a done for you podcast 
um, tips and tricks on how to start your own podcast, but also done for you packages. And it just, the list keeps going on and on. Uh, we're looking at interviewing group of health and a bunch of other ways, tools and paint brushes so that you can learn to paint your best canvas of your creative medical career. So thank you again, Uli. And I know we'll connect another time soon because we're in the same world and I hope you have a great day. Bye. Bye everyone.